Uh, guys, just want you to know this is the greatest joy, and I look forward to this every single day. Uh, I want you to turn with me again to Mark chapter number 9, beginning in verse number 33, and we're going to go down to verse number 37. Uh, if you are looking in your Bibles, it probably has a heading, and it probably says something like this, who is the greatest? Well, friends, this is one of those moments in the life and ministry of Jesus where Jesus is going to teach something that is, is once again going to be different than anything you've ever heard before. You know, Jesus was notorious for doing this. He, he, would, he would say things and tell things and teach things that, that no one had ever heard before, that, that kind of go against the human grain of thought. Now, let's just think about this. We live in a very self-centered narcissistic society. All of us have this notion that we are the center of the universe. All of us. We, we think that everything that happens, happens because of us. Just take some of the recent things that have gone on in the world. Just think of, say, the gas shortage that's been going on this week with the gas shortage. You know, I've thought many times, well, uh, I prayed a prayer the other day about something, and I said, God, if that is not your will, I, I want you to stop it dead in its tracks. And, and, and it's something to do with a, a ministry and people on the road. And I said, God, if that's not of you, I want you to stop it dead in its tracks. And then the next day, there's a gas shortage. And, and, and I began to think to myself, well, gosh, was that my prayer that caused the gas shortage? Then you come to COVID-19 and you begin to think, well, Lord, did I do something wrong? Or Lord, was it my prayer that caused this? Or Lord, is this something? And so we begin to get very self-centered and think that the entire world and the entire universe revolves around us. Friends, that's, that's narcissism. That's, uh, that's, that's called selfish. Let me remind you, friends, that the things that happen down here on this earth do not happen because of us. Psalm 24, 1, the earth and its inhabitants are the Lord's. God owns it all. Everything that happens down here happens for one reason, to glorify God. It centers on him. Let me just take a little pressure off of you today. It's not about you. It's all about him. Well, Jesus is about to teach his disciples something they've never heard of before. Let me remind you that the Bible tells us in Philippians 2 that Jesus, although existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God as something to be used for his own advantage. So he emptied himself, taking on the form of a servant taking on the form of a slave. And when he became obedient to the point of even death, yea, death on a cross, the Bible says. So, so Jesus humbles himself. He takes off the robes of glory. Second Corinthians tells us that he who was rich became poor so that by his poverty, we might become rich. Jesus takes off the robes of glory. He steps down, stoops down to our level, takes on the form of a servant, becomes the least of these, and walks amongst us, serves us, teaches us, associates with us, dies for us. Who's the greatest? Jesus is the greatest. So isn't it baffling to find this text? That says, when they came to Capernaum, 
They were in the house with Jesus and Jesus asked the question, what is it you were arguing about on the way? But they were all silent. You know why they were silent? They were ashamed. They were silent because on the way they were arguing with one another about who was the greatest. Isn't that something? Where, where's the boasting now? Where, where's the pride now? Now the master has looked you in the eye and has said, you know, all that conversation you were having back there, I know all about it. Now tell me, what is it you were fighting about again? What is it you're arguing about again? The Bible says that sitting down, he called the 12 and said to them the following statement. Now listen, they never, they never, they never told Jesus what they were arguing about. Jesus knew. And Jesus looked at them and he says, if anyone wants to be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. You want to know who is esteemed in the kingdom of heaven? It's not the one who always wants the spotlight. It's not the one who, who wants the praise. It's not the one who wants the accolades. It's not the one who wants, who wants everybody looking at him. It's, it's, it's not the one who puts on a show. It's not the one who always wants to stage. It's not the one who always wants the microphone. You want to know who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? You, you want to know who's first in the kingdom of heaven? It's the last of all. It's the least of all. It is the individual who's back here in the background and is not seeking any glory of their own, but only deflects glory and praise to the Lord God himself. That's who is first of all, Jesus said. You boys are missing it. You see, the greatest of all is standing before you and you're back here arguing about who the greatest is, who my favorite is. Well, let me ask you this. Who's become like me? Who, who's, who's been a servant? Who, who's, who's left it all? Who's taken off the robes of glory and went to an alien people? Tell me who. Because the, the one who wants to be first is the one who is willing to be last. And then Jesus did something astounding. He took a child. A, a child in that culture was, was viewed as nothing. A, a half a person. That their, their opinion wasn't valued. But Jesus brings a small child into the mix. And he pulls that child up in his arms. Can't you see Jesus with that child sitting on his lap? And Jesus says, Whoever welcomes one little child such as this in my name welcomes me. You, you want to know what the kingdom of heaven is like? You want to know, know what it's like to, to accept me? You want to know what it's like to, to do my work? Well, it's, it's the one who accepts the least of these. If you accept the least of these, you welcome me. Because it's, it's those like this little child that need me. It's the, the, the destitute. It's the broken. It's the diseased. It's the sinner that needs me. Whoever welcomes one like this little child welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me does not welcome me but him who sent me. And when you welcome me, it's not actually me who you're welcoming. It's actually a reception of the message of God the Father who has sent God the Son to redeem the world. So tell me again, who's the greatest? Oh, that's right. No, none of you are. 
But because all of you today have proven that you're all full of pride and what you need is a dose of humility because it's only when you become last that you will be first. It's only when you become a servant of all that you will be first of all. It's only when you become like this little child that you will be like me. What a moment of rebuke this must have been. And what a word for the church today because so many of us want the spotlight. So many of us want the stage. So many of us want to be in front of thousands upon thousands of people and have our names known. Friends, may we decrease that he may increase. That's what John the Baptist said. May that be our prayer. Who's the greatest? Jesus is the greatest. I'm just a worm. Lord, may I be your servant. May God bless you. And I'll venture with you next time on New Horizons. God bless.